Yo, welcome everyone once again to the We Are Gamer series. My name is your host, Champ Tone, aka Psychosis, a gamer with a passion for Jesus and gaming. It is once again a true pleasure to grace your space this day. Today we have the honor and privilege of interviewing someone I've actually met online during a great stream. He has his stream on Twitch. You can follow it. Check it out. It's twitch.tv slash corporate gamer. I think there's a number at, what is it? Corporate Gamer? Corporate Gamer 9, yeah. Corporate Gamer 9. So check out that channel. And you just heard him and he is here. So allow me to introduce my guest today, an awesome, awesome, amazing person. Corporate Gamer. Welcome, Corporate. Let's say it's it's an honor for me to be on here. I haven't I haven't done a podcast in a while and I've mm. been itching to do one and it's it's awesome to be doing one with you. Nice, nice, awesome. All right, so let's just jump right into it. So if yeah, you sure. could just if you can just please just give us your first name and then the usual slew of online gamer names that you usually use or series of names that you use online. Yeah, so my name is uh, is, is uh, Philip. I come from you know Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Mm. Half Italian, half French, Quebecer, um, and um, and yeah. So ever since I had, um, I, I can't. I remember the first site that I had, and my first email. And it mm. sounds like a dirty a, a dirty email, but it's not. <laughs> it was uh, back then. You had Excite.com, which was a search engine. Mm. And they have yeah. they had email com- capabilities. So my first email was uh, corporate one at mm. excite.com, which mm. sounded dirty. That's hilarious. And ever since then I kind of kept the corporate you know, oh. corporate one, you know, yeah. corporate and stuff like that and and you know with emails and 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 uh, game, gamer tags and stuff. And the way that came along is I was I've not in much anymore, uh, but I used mm. to be a big wrestling fan. I'm sure Psych <laughs> knows about that. Um, yeah. I, I, I used to be a huge wrestling fan. I used to play all the games I used to come out. Mm. I used to be a big fan of you know, WWF WrestleFest, mm. um, pro wrestling as well uh, mm. in the arcades. Mm. And, uh, and in the 90s, at one point, when The Rock was coming into his own, he became the corporate champion. So he became <laughs> That's the corporate right. That's right, the corporate champion. He had the corporate belt and everything. Yeah. yeah, so he was so he was like, you know, the corporate one. And I, he used to be one of my favorite wrestlers, like him and Stone Cold, right? Mm. And at the time, I used to be, a, I, probably from my friends, I was the biggest wrestling fan. Mm. And at one point... No, um, no not what? you. Did you have a question? No, I was, gonna, I was just saying, no, not you. You're, you're not a big wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> And then at one point, um, uh, one of my buddies called mm. me corporate because I was the first one from my gang of friends that got a corporate job. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't like a, you know, a supermarket job or whatever. Oh. It was like I worked for a utilities company as an intern. Right. So I was the first one to have the, you know, so they kept cor- calling me corporate, 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 corporate. Mm. And after that, I kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. And every email I had, it's always a variation of, the corporate one, corporate one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when in 2015, I decided to take my hand in, in you know, in streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, in fact, my, I think it's already been 18 years I've been on, on Xbox Live. Wow. Which is insane to think. Yeah. Uh, my moniker is actually corporate one, corporate mm-hmm. and number one. Mm-hmm. So anybody who wants to add me. 
Um, <laughs> and then when I started, and I was trying to find you no know, nicknames, and I thought, you know what, I should be corporate gamer. Mm. And then I apparently there were not there were eight other corporate gamers before me. <laughs> I actually oh, tried that's... them all, and then nine was corporate nine was the first one that then wasn't taken. Yeah, and that's, that's why I've been corporate gamer ever since. And it kind of came it came from that. And to be honest, it's actually stuck. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just call me corporate corp. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I'm on their streams or you know chatting away and stuff like that. So I kind of stuck. Mm. And uh, yeah, and I never decide. I never changed it. And you are it, you, you just feels good. The, the corporate gamer. So you kind of answered actually the second question because the second question we ask is usually what's the the actual special meaning? Does that name actually it, help no. for you? So, <laughs> so no, that's actually interesting because I remember. I remember The Rock being the corporate champion. I do remember that, which is funny. I never, you know I never put two and two together like that, though. That's interesting. You, you, you know what? The, I even have the W. I, I used to have. So at one point, um, which this is insane. There's a wrestling <laughs> gazette that still exists, mm. and I used to get it ever, and I still get it through email. Um, and. Um, and at one point, there was a couple of competitions to win, like, exact replicas. But I didn't think they were actual replicas, at least the first time. And uh, I actually put my, my name in, in the hat, and they picked my name, and I won. So I actually, at one point, I had both the, the um, Ultimate Warrior years of the Intercontinental Championship. Mm. So the, the big one, the big Intercontinental, not the round one. It was the one from the 80s. Oh, and, Wow, and I had the WWF exact replica of right after the Stone Cold skull, no, mm. the one with the globe. Yeah, that's the one I have as well. That's why uh, belt. Um, and I actually sold one of them. I, I and I shouldn't have um, the oh Intercontinental goodness, it's one. Probably worth so much now. <laughs> well, so this is the thing. So the one the the one that I have for. The Intercontinental, or the one I had for the Intercontinental, mm-hmm. still had the WWF logo on it. Oh, the original logo before they had to change it. Wow. Exactly. The heavyweight belt that I have, it's the WWE logo. Oh, it's just the W. But the other one you so, had had the W, the W and the F. Yeah, and I didn't, yeah. I didn't think of it, and I was like, oh, and I sold this like for fifty bucks to one of my Holy buddies. Holy cow! And yeah, <laughs> like, hey buddy, uh, can uh, can. You think you could lend that back? I, I, I want to borrow it for a little while. <laughs> and um, and I I've actually been recently um, mm. I'm started fo- I started following a um, a uh, a YouTube channel called Wrestling Bios. Mm-hmm. It's I think this Irish Irish guy. He started like maybe two three years ago. That's and he does like wrestling bios and stuff yeah. like that, like of of all like all the old wrestlers and and stuff. Like that. And it's been really interesting. And it's been nice to be really like he does. He has a segment like once a week where he goes. It's the reliving the war. So the WCW Nitro versus oh, man, WWF Raw. Yeah, I remember. And that. he goes through that. each episode and he compares them. Which one was better? Which one was not? You know, wow. for each week. And um, wow. and it's like I it brings me back so much because I kind of stopped stopped watching on a regular basis. Probably when yeah. Stone Cold started doing the what. Bit. Oh really? Mm. Yeah. Because at one point it was like every three seconds, everybody like the crowd was just doing what for everything. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. So remember it was that. like, yeah. So what do you think of the match today? What? what? Like what? Like, 
<laughs> what? Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. You were talking, you know, you 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 brought it back to like some old school, some old school wrestling. So that actually lead into the next question, which for some people, especially guys like me who are a little more uh, seasoned in numbers, you know, if you could just please tell us how old you actually are or the bracket of time that you're in. And when did you actually start video gaming? So I start. I was born between 1900 and 2000. No, just kidding. Um, I was born. I was born in January 1980. Mm. Um, and uh, apparently, it was a very snowy night. 1980s. A good um, and I was exposed to video games relatively early. Mm. Um, not necessarily playing them because I know my mom. Um, you know, my mom would actually parent. <laughs> say go outside <laughs> periodically. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I had an uncle that had a an Atari twenty six hundred, and we had um, in about I think my brother bought it or he got it for Christmas at uh, in nineteen eighty three. Mm. It was the ColecoVision with the Atari ad- adapter. Wow. And I had my my uncle would come every Wednesday every Wednesday night and you would play video games with us. And I would just mm-hmm. sit in the background, just watching them play like hockey pitfall, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever game that was the flavor of the day mm-hmm. uh, or they wanted to play. He had like, he must have had at least like 50 or 60 games. Ooh, it was insane. Nice. nice. And I, I started playing, I, I started, you know, watching and, and stuff. Like that, and then I started picking it up, playing like, mm-hmm. you know, hockey mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. in between that, and my next console, I got a PC. Oh, nice. Uh, which Wait, did, did you have like the big flop, the five and a half floppy disk drives, or was it up to the, the three and a half, the, the harder oh, ones? No, I had the five and five and, and three quarter. Nice. Um, that, that you had to boot with so an actual. My, my, <laughs> my computer was, it was a Canadian, it was a flavor of, uh, I think it was for Radio Shack in Canada. It mm. was the Tandy 2000 SX. Yes. With uh, 64 bytes of RAM memory, not kilobytes, not megabytes, just no, bytes. bytes. And I, and at one point, like, I think a couple of years in, we boosted it to 128. Wow. Yeah, that was insane. And the thing is, back then it was super advanced because we didn't have yeah. just one floppy drive. It was this mm-hmm. double. Mm-hmm. Right. So you could put the operating system boot in one, and then right. you can have your game or whatever boot right. in the other. Right. Yep. Uh, which was a like high tech back then with the mouse that had like that one button, the one button <laughs> mouse. Yeah, I re- it's crazy. I actually do remember that. Wow, that's that's taking it way back. But think one six. What did you say? Sixty eight? No, 64, 64 bytes, and then I boosted it to one eight one twenty eight. Holy cow! That's... Which back then that was almost impossible to do because the the computers the way they built they weren't made for upgrading. Right, they weren't modular at all. They were just... no. So we they like I forgot who who's the one that did it, but we had kind of concocted something, and the memory got boosted. But wow, yeah, that's... it was like so. I played like for years. I played on that mm. computer. I, that's the computer that I played Police Quest on. Nice, the original uh, Police Quest. Holy cow! I never, and when I was a kid, I never finished the game. Because the game is badly designed. It's fun, <laughs> but if you do stuff in the wrong order or you forget something, you're kind of stuck and there's no way of getting back. Right, right. So like a simple game, like now nowadays with you know, with the internet and with mm-hmm. you know the 
you know, with walkthroughs that you have on YouTube and stuff and walkthroughs, you know, that yeah, somebody can go through the police quest in like eight hours, not even, right? But back in the day, that eight hours was six months. Unless you had the hint book. There was no internet at that time. If you didn't have the book, you had no idea what to do at and you had to figure it out trial and error oh my goodness all right wow that's that's wild all right so you you told us about how you know you started gaming and everything so what was it what was it that that really drew you what was it about video games that that drew you to play them what was the draw for you mainly um i think my in was sports because i would play with my brother regardless how stupid the game would be like you know (laughs) hockey on atari was not the most advanced thing in the world right (laughs) it was basically a glorified pong right um but it was the fact that i was playing against my brother and we would Mm. sit down and i i we're 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 nuts we actually would have like no playoff trees Mm. so we would pretend (laughs) so we would pretend okay so in the nhl what's the playoff tree we would make our own playoff tree like on a, on a grid paper yeah. and then we would actually play a best of seven That's series per night until That's somebody hilarious. won the Stanley Cup and we had a mini Stanley Cup <laughs> that we had <laughs> that, we, that we were able to hold up and we would take a picture. That's so funny. And you actually took a physical picture of whoever won that night. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, those, old, those old film, uh, those old uh, cranky, the old uh, small cameras that you were yeah. able to crank with the film. Yeah, yeah. I'm old. So, so it was, it, I, we didn't have a Polaroid and we didn't have camcorders, nor did we have any cell phones. Right. So, yeah. I remember those cameras and you just drop, you would just drop it off the whole camera at the, wherever it was, the drugstore or whatever, wherever yeah, you would then, take it. Then it was a big thing getting it developed. Mm. You know, back then you'd go to the, the, the drugstore or mm-hmm. wherever they would develop the p- pictures and. You would have to you know, hand in the film, and then they get it back, and then <laughs> notice that half of them had a finger inside. <laughs> in front of the you didn't even realize it until it's too late, because there was no way to review them. Like you could take a, everything being digital now. It's such a yeah, it's such an interesting thing. All right, let's. You were talking about your brother playing with him, and that actually got you into the gaming. Yep. So how was how was really your family's reaction? When when you started gaming, were they against it? Were they for it? Was it more of a they were ambivalent to the whole thing? You did mention your mom, though, so you know. Yeah. Was- so yeah. So my my mom, similar to parents now, she never she. It was a different era too. So back then, it was when I was a kid. You know, I wasn't allowed to sit in front of my computer, like in front of my right. console, and play all day. Right. Yeah. She would like kick me out of the house and go play with your friends outside, which is true. And I used to love doing that. Like I used to play mm-hmm. you know, on, a, on a summer day. Mm-hmm. It's where I used to game. You know, I used to play soccer, football, hockey, baseball, whatever mm-hmm. sport we could play and then rinse and repeat every day for the summer. Right. Uh, but at night I would play with my, either my, my brother or uh, during downtime uh, during the, the, like during the, during the week, I wasn't really allowed to play games mm-hmm. but friday night was my night mm-hmm. like my mom would allow me to go rent uh go rent a video game for a buck nice at the at the secondhand store which they they had like a whole uh kiosk of a bunch of nintendo games at the time and one dollar was, was a lot back then it wasn't 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it was my, it was kind of my, I was, back then, I think I used to get $2, mm. $2 a week for doing chores. Allowance. So it used to be a, a dollar <laughs> to go rent, to go rent a video game for a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That changed with the years, right? At one point you were able to rent like for 10 bucks, rent for the week. Right. <laughs> uh, but back then it was like, basically, okay, you rent it. And then what would usually end up happening is I would keep the game for two, three days and then mm-hmm. pay the late fee. Oh, um, um, and then, or sometimes I used to, I mean, I'm sure a lot of, a lot of, you know, people listening had this experience, you know, you rent a, you either rent a game or you knew a friend that had a specific game. Mm. You went mm-hmm. to their house, mm-hmm. um, or a game you weren't allowed to play cause it was technically too gory, <laughs> which I laugh at the, that whole idea. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> With the code A, B, A, C, A, B, B. Yes. <laughs> Um, and I remember I was for, for Mortal Kombat, I was the only one of my, my friend group of friends that had a Genesis. Everybody else had a Super Nintendo. Oh, wow. So they got the sweat. I got the blood. Right. It was, it was the white, it was white. It was, it was technically sweat. That's what they wanted. Right. Right. Think of how crazy that was. It was, and I remember the uproar of that when that actually happened, it was so crazy. Like there was literally, I think, I think like there were even politicians trying to shut it down. Like it was insane. And I'm saying to myself, one, it's just a video game. You know what I mean? And, but, but look at things now, how crazier things have actually gotten. And that they were actually going crazy about a little bit of fake blood being expelled when you got hit. <laughs> that was like, but it was also at the time oof. when, you know, well, you the had all these, uh, crazy. You had all these groups that were against, like, Bugs Bunny is too violent because mm-hmm. yeah. you pick the coyote or I the remember. coyote goes over the cliff. I know. And I'm like, I, I don't know. When I grew up. I was a kid, so I was I thought it was weird, you know. But now it's like, I, I guess I can understand why someone but, would. But, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> but when I was a kid, though, like, my parents always made sure to tell me this is a cartoon. This is not real life. Like, this is right. not. Right. You know, they would actually tell me. Like, this is not, and I never really considered, like, Bugs Bunny, mm-hmm. like, real life. I never thought to myself, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go on the bridge and run off and see what happens. Yeah. Like, it, it, like you don't really do that. Right, right. Me, 100%. I, I was the exact, because it didn't make sense, because I knew it was fake. There was, I, I, it never, like, I never questioned in my mind, is this real? Is this is this really happening? So, let, let me go on to this next question, though, because you started talking yeah. about your heritage. So if you could just, if you please, just give us your your heritage and actual cultural background. Yeah, so I'm half Italian uh, from Montreal and half French Quebecer. And I right. say French Quebecer because if I say I'm French, everybody thinks I'm from France. We mm-hmm. uh, oui, oui. But no, um, it's French from, from here. Uh, right. My mom was from here. My dad was from here as well. His, my grandparents came from Italy in 1920 which actually it's pretty funny because my it's it's funny so in it it would be the equivalent so uh, you live in new york right so Mm -hmm. it would be the equivalent of my grandmother coming from new york Mm -hmm. my grandfather coming from jersey Mm -hmm. but they met in montreal like they literally lived like right beside each other one's on top literally one's on top of the mountain one's at the bottom of the mountain 
it's like two towns it's like two towns over yeah they never saw each other in their life but they met in montreal that's crazy and they got married and, and stuff like that but um they came over in 1927 which is actually pretty funny because we oh, have pictures of parts of montreal not being developed wow so they migrated yeah. from yeah so there's uh like right now like the city obviously is all all built up right there's yeah. not there's really little if any empty mm -hmm. space but back then if uh, there was a, a there's a picture in front of my my grandmother's house where mm. they took one picture in f ahead of them and yeah. ahead of the house yeah. and there's one that's taking a picture down the street and you see a, a car a horse carriage going down on one wow. of the main streets and you see that after that street which is a main street mm -hmm. there's nothing developed it's fields it's just it's just farmland it just yeah it's just farmland wow. un unclaimed land um and so funny wild. story well funny story kind of funny um my my uh my grandmother didn't know how, she was super smart mm. for somebody that never really went to school because she mm. couldn't mm. so she was like in, in italy she was kind of the baker in, in the the whole uh gotcha the, and and uh so when she came here mm -hmm. she would be she'd be able to go grocery shopping mm -hmm. and know exactly how much she owed the cashier Oh wow! Money that's wise. actually yeah, that's actually pretty. She good. was like oh, pretty much penny, mm. pretty close from a penny perspective. Mm. Um, but she didn't know how to read or write, so mm. at one point she owned. And I apologize for my dog barking. Um, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> they, um, she didn't know how to read or write, but she owned land at one point. Wow! And she kind of she kind of signed it off. Really? Uh, not realizing it became one of the big shopping centers in Montreal. Wow. And they kind of played on the fact that she couldn't read or write. That's terrible. And yeah, it's 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 like right now like when looking back on it we're like holy crap, people like they really took advantage and obviously she was yeah. an immigrant. Yeah. Uh she, she spoke barely she didn't she she spoke a bit of French because mm -hmm. it's close to Italian. Mm. So she was able to understand but English she didn't speak at all. Mm. Um but she was she was very good with number, very good cook. She was you know it was the sign of the times back then as the war times too could imagine um so yeah so that's that's from there so that really you know from from a gaming perspective my mm -hmm. parents i don't think they understood why i like gaming it's more mm -hmm. also my brother was older my brother is nine years older oh that's so he always like he always liked playing around with electronic stuff and yeah yeah video games i mean at my grandmother's house at one point and I didn't know this at the time. Mm. Do you remember the Odyssey? The Odyssey was the system. Yeah. The Odyssey. It 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 rings a bell. It's old. So really, this old. is the uh, this was the to me it was such a waste of money. <laughs> so it was basically a machine that only played essentially pong, but mm. the way they used to make it so that you would be able to play different games. Is that you had you used to put a plastic on the on on the uh, the CRT TV, so you would what? have like a tennis court, and then you would have oh, another one would be a yes, hustling. yes, I've seen that. So it just changes, but it's literally you're doing the exact same thing. It's it's, it's literally pong. They yeah, just found it. Yeah, it, it was so like it was so bad, and at one point I don't know how they got that, but I played it once and I was like, oh my god, this is boring. Holy yeah, that's crap. that's 
that's that's really crazy. All right. So and the you thing is, yeah, go ahead. Finish. I was going to say, uh, the crazy thing is even if you had, let's say, a, a hockey rink and you had a goal, if wow. it missed the net, it would still count as a point. <laughs> because it, it was, was the hole behind it, right? <laughs> exactly. That is so that is so crazy. All right, you started talking about your the cultural impact actually on your gaming and yeah, it, you you talked about how cuz in in that space, you know, where where your parents and where their parents especially came from, gaming wasn't a thing at all. So, you know, you started gaming and you started going into the positives and negatives impact that your actual culture had on your gaming experience. Has there been any other positive or negative impact? That your culture specifically has had? No, I think it was more, I mean, my parents controlled my gaming, which I appreciate now. Mm. Um, with the years, I became, you know, I guess I became less addicted. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like only later, much later, I became more of a gamer. Like I would sit down like for days on like, mm. you know, a full day and I would just game. That, yeah. that came like much later. Mm -hmm. um so i had like some gaming but the thing is i think my parents kind of didn't understand it mm -hmm. but at the same time they kind of you know they played different types of games right you know either they would play you know monopoly they would play you know trivial pursuit or they would play another type of game or even poker you know yeah, they would have yeah. poker nights or they would have get card night yeah well replace that with playing a video game once or you no know, an hour or two yeah a week for them it was like you know it's the same thing, just a different era, right? Mm, that's interesting, because it because yeah, it is. They never really, they never really. Well, the only time they would say no is during a school night. But other yeah. than that, if you know, my chores were done, you know, and everything mm -hmm. was fine, I, mm -hmm. I was able to game. And that makes sense. I, I mean, I'm I'm a parent, so I kind of understand that now. <laughs> I didn't. I definitely didn't at the time, you know. Yes. But now it's like, hey. Uh, yeah, school is actually kind of important. We need you to. We need you to. Well, the thing is, you, you don't think about it back then, but no, definitely. No, not. you get you get a tantrum because your mom right. says or your dad says, "Hey, get off the you know, get off the game right. console or whatever." Right. You'd be like, "No, me, 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 me." Yeah. But looking back on it now, I'm kind of happy they did that because mm. that meant that I was kind of addicted, <laughs> and I don't want to finish. And although, to be fair, though. There was no safe states. Yes. So you had to games. Yeah. So if you were like really into a game and it uh, was like far in, you know, convincing your parents do not turn off the console. Not a thing. Yeah, that didn't work. Not a thing. Not a thing. I I know how that is. All right. So so why you still play games now? Because you do stream. I remember yep. you you were doing Human Revolution, great game. I, I just that is just such a good game to just watch. So so why do you still choose to play video games even now? Probably so the the reason has changed with the years. So mm -hmm. the way when I used to be in high school, for example, mm -hmm. or I used to be in college or even university. Yeah. It was my break away from studying. Mm. I would take like an hour, play NHL 94, play a game or two, and then go mm. back to studying. It would just be a way to distract myself yeah. instead of watching TV or doing something else. Yeah, yeah. With with the years, it's kind of become, and I, I'm, I'm sure you've noticed on my stream, you, you mentioned I played, um, it was actually Mankind Divided that I played uh, oh, recently. Sorry. But I played them all. I, I, actually, thanks to you, I played the original Deus Ex because that was a suggestion from you. Yes. Um, Such a crazy game. Yeah, th those are those are all fantastic games. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, 
You were talking about why you still play the video games now. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) with the years, I'll be honest with you, either streaming or TV, Mm. yeah, I'll watch a game here or there. Uh, uh, Sorry, Mm -hmm. I'll watch, like, sports. Like, I do still watch sports. But, like, TV Mm -hmm. shows... Mm I'll watch one here or there, but I'm not, I don't, I don't have cable at my house. I have over the air. Mm-hmm. So I just watch like basically the news and stuff like that. And if I need to stream anything, I stream it on Netflix or Amazon or whatever, yep. Yep. but I don't, I find, and maybe it's me getting older and I sound like my parents, I guess, but <laughs> times are different. The writing is different for, for, and I find a lot of, mm. a lot of the TV shows, a lot of the movies they don't grab me as much as they used to, mm. but games do. Narrative games do. Yeah. So I, you know that I play usually narrative games, like games with a story in them. You know, yeah. Witcher Three, Deus Ex series, yeah, yeah. which uh, uh, Fallout. You know, mm-hmm. I, it's it's games that have like a narrative. They have a story. You immerse in, yourself in. And they're in so it. good. Those narratives are right it, it's it for me i agree with you on that point that's something especially like the ones you just said witcher 3 fallout the fallout series you know fallout 3 new vegas fallout 4 the human the deus ex the new games that have come out those stories are just so captivating and you're playing it because you want to see where the story goes you know it's okay the gameplay is good but, but even but even more than that it's like you're, in, you're you're in control of the story yes right so it's more immersive Yes. And even, and, and the, that's the difference with a movie. So mm. the a movie will play like whatever. The movie is the movie. Like The Godfather is The Godfather and it finishes the way it finishes. Great movie. <laughs> fantastic movie. Yeah. But there's no different, there's no like four different endings unless they have a director's cut that has a different alternative ending like The Justice League. Right. Or something along those lines. But the majority of movies, it's, it's very linear in a sense right. that you watch the movie, it's over. Right. You rewatch it, you're rewatching mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Games, for the most part, have replayability. Yes. So, like Deus Ex, best the original, mm-hmm. you can play it eight different times with eight different outcomes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah the endings are like four only four different endings, but the way you uh, get to that point could right. be changing. There's different arches. You can make different decisions. Your build yep. is different. Yep. yep. Right. So, to me, if you ask me, would I rather watch? three hours of either a movie or a TV Mm. show Mm. or stream a video game like that for Mm. three or two or three hours or four hours, Mm -hmm. I'll take the video game because I'm more involved in the video game than, than I would be watching the movie for the 18th time. Yep. And there's always the possibility of, you know, and and mankind divided was an example. I played, I, I played it, three different times before mm. I streamed it once. Mm-hmm. And then this time I decided, you know what, let me see how it is when you play game plus, because mm. I never played it with a game plus. Mm. And the experience was completely different than when I played it the first three times. Cause you have everything. Right? So it's, it's yeah, that's, that's kind of the reason why I keep playing it. And I, I and I always told my, <laughs> my brother always told me and uh, we're always in agreement, you know, we'll be, you know, we'll be 80 years old, 85 years old, and diapers and no teeth, and we'll still be playing video games or playing head-to-head NHL games. Nice. Um, winning, winning that Stanley Cup, taking the picture. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, that is so wild. Here, let's let 
let me just let me just move it on because we can just keep talking. This 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 topic in particular, you know, I, I'm really passionate about as well because I I I feel the exact same way. You know, it's it's such a you're involved in the story and right, it's not the same. It's not exactly the same every time. All right, so let's go to this next question. So yeah, we actually wow. Let's <laughs> what is what is your actual favorite video game of all time? That's a hard one to. That's a hard one because yeah. you know, there's different generations, there's different types. Yeah. yeah. However, um, if I would have to go, it, it, and if I go say like it's a it's a game that I go back to or games mm-hmm. that I go back and I'll, and I'll cheat and I'll say two. <laughs> uh, one of them is uh, Blades of Steel on the nes <laughs> i'm sure you've know you've seen me play it I, numerous times on stream i have it's, and i've played it myself yes and it, and it's one of those games where it's stupid there's no stats it's super simple but man that sound the hit the pass mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. there's something about that maybe it's nostalgia i don't know what it is but i always have a blast playing it and i know yeah. that i can play it for like an hour hour and a half and i'm done it hits all the all the right buttons exactly you. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, if I would look at a at a whole um, mm. a, as a whole, I can choose like different games specifically or even mm. franchises. Mm. I it's it, I I always seem to go back to either Deus Ex or Fallout. Mm. There's I always like I always tell myself I'm not gonna play this again, mm-hmm. and I always go back. <laughs> because I started playing. I I started like so for Deus Ex. I played. Human Revolution first, mm-hmm. Mankind Divided, mm-hmm. then you suggested the original Deus Ex, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Invisible uh, uh, Invisible uh, War. Invisible War. Yeah. Um. And I think that if I look at the the package of games, yeah, I I would have to say Deus Ex, mm. only because yeah. there's like so. The lore of it is awesome. Yes. The feel of it is super awesome. The soundtrack is awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, it's what you know, like somebody has those movies where you can watch it a thousand times, you'd mm-hmm. never care. Mm-hmm. Either it's passing on TV or whatever, and you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've watched this a thousand times. I don't know what happens, but I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. It's the same thing. And the only reason DSS kind of narrows out Fallout mm. is because um I just don't like the direction that Fallout went in. So right now they kind of went with Fallout 76, which I think mm. was supposed to be their their uh, Elder Scrolls Online version for Fallout, which yeah. never really... I, I, I've had trouble getting into it. Um, maybe Fallout 5 will be different. Uh, but... I can hope. <laughs> well, I think... They there's there, there are players that do play Fallout 76. There, mm. there are quite a few. But to me, Fallout 76, they took out everything I kind of like about the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, on release, they made some improvements. I do, I'll, I'll grant them that. But the world was empty at the beginning. Mm-hmm. There was no NPCs. Everything was mm-hmm. through terminals. Mm-hmm. So it kind of got, co- the world was cold, which I guess would make sense in a post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. But it just lost its luster. Yeah. And to this day, I've said this numerous times, my favorite game in the series is probably Fallout 3. Because mm. it's mm. a perfect mix of, you know, ambiance, mm-hmm. feel, mm-hmm. gameplay, 
you get that length of game. Yeah. Like it, you don't feel like it's a grind because right. you can play the main story. And it is long, but it's not like you're not dredging through it. It's, it's enjoyable. So if I compare that to, let's say, uh, Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed, no matter what game you're playing, mm-hmm. at least the, mo- the, the releases, the new releases mm-hmm. that came out the last three, mm-hmm. you kind of have to do the main story and then you have to stop to level up. Right. You have to do the side quests and then, okay, then you level up enough. Okay, then you do the main quest again and you have to let right. the... Le- Right. Whereas Fallout Three, you don't need, and I guess New Vegas to a point. The way it flows is is I agree with you a hundred. It flows so well. Yeah. And it's just the the music, the radio. Yeah, you get taken down if you put it during streams. But if I play it, you know, I I, I've, <laughs> I started playing it again. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the radio station, the feel, mm-hmm. the look, the green hue mm-hmm. of Fallout Three. Yes. Like everything, just it. I don't know. It just feels like. Yeah, you know, I could get immersed for this for hours playing no, it. I I hear you. Well, you're talking about you've actually spoken about a lot of good moments in your own personal your own personal gaming, and we're actually we're we're starting to wind down. This listen, this this has been some great great freaking discussions, man. I mean, oh, I I can keep talking just just on the first point. I think that we were talking probably for like another hour, but. You started talking about gaming memories. What's what's that one gaming memory though that you will absolutely never ever forget? Um It will be I I I'll have to come back to this. Um it's basically playing NHL with my brother. Mm. Like being on couch co-op and you know, bad mouthing each other. It's it's, you know, it, it you know, you know, yelling, you know, swearing left, right, and center because we missed a shot or he scored on me and I scored on him or whatever. No, often my mom would say we're too loud because we would be scream, screaming. Um, but it's 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 those memories, and I'm picking that one in particular. But I think it would be like in general, like playing games with others, right? Like you know. Yeah. No, people. I I laugh at you know people that that say okay you know or where I used to work before my previous job. Mm-hmm. I used to tell them I used to stream. And they're like, yeah, I don't understand why anybody would watch you stream. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. Okay. That's did, what? No, but not necessarily to me, but like mm-hmm. in general, why would anybody go onto a website and watch somebody stream? Right. Oh, oh I'm like, I've heard, yes, I've heard. I've I've actually heard the same. And yes. and I and my reply to that is is. Well, did you grow up in the 80s? Like, mm. if I knew they were that age. Did you grow mm. up in the 80s? Yeah. Did you go to arcades? Yeah. Did you ever stand beside somebody playing Operation exactly. Wolf? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And you that want is, to see how far they go? Yeah. That is, that is a it's perfect. It's the exact same thing. The exact same thing. That's right. That's With right. With the exception that I'm, I'm on a couch instead of being in an arcade. Right. And, and then... And, it's such a good it's such a good time. You're with, you're with that person. Either you're playing or they're playing and you're cheering them on. You you yeah. want them to win. It's such a that's and, that's such a good I'll, yeah. I, I like and one and one of the main reasons why I started streaming, mm. you know, it, yeah. Initially, maybe I had like ambitions to make it bigger or whatever, mm. at least make it sustainable for for me. Mm. Then it, I I learned quickly that I'm not I'm not that type of host mm. that's like super entertaining all the time and they can always have something to say and I can talk for four hours. Like if I ain't get engaged, mm-hmm. I'll talk. But other than that, like I don't 
you know, I, I sometimes I don't speak for periods of time because I'm either really into the game or whatever. <laughs> yeah. However, it's people like like you know, I've watched others. My, my gateway to you, your channel, mm -hmm. was through Avante, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we no, I watched him, and I and it was completely random. It was one night I was looking at League of Legends, which I don't even play. And I was just looking for a random thing, and I looked at his channel, and it looked really fun. I think mm. you were on Death by Cows World was on, and <laughs> and stuff like that, and it was really fun. And I'm like, you know what? I'll follow because I really mm. like the host. Mm. And I ended up mm. like, because like, at one point you guys used to play all together, and yeah. so I went, you know, and um, and I you know that was, but it became a community and became friends with you guys. Yeah. And, you know, you guys came to my stream. I, came, yep. I went to your stream, yep. not because it was a follow for follow, but it was a natural thing you know i i sub to yeah. your channel and you no know, most people that i i follow i mm -hmm. actually watch them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whereas like very often now i feel like especially the the market is like the the streaming environment is so saturated now yeah and, and now with hosting getting disappearing from twitch it's gonna be even harder to discover mm -hmm. new like oh no mm -hmm. smaller streams and stuff mm -hmm. but you know it, it's 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 a community where where you know I became friends. You no, know, I I there's a handful of people that I became really good friends with. Mm. You know, and I you know and I chat with them all the time. And you know, some of them have stopped streaming, and I still chat with them. Uh, you know, and and it's and that kind of that's kind of what I was going for. At the end, it was more mm. for the the friendships, the camaraderie, the mm. the the community of supporting each other. Yeah, and you know. Yeah, seeing because there's two types of people that I follow. Mm -hmm. Some of them I follow because I don't necessarily. I'm not gonna play the games they ever play. Mm. So I like to see other people play those games right. to understand how right. the game works. But I never would sit down and play League of Legends. No offense, but it, <laughs> it, for me, it's I, I'm not a I'm not a League of Le Legends guy. I'm not gonna sit down and play League of Legends. Uh, totally. Uh, same thing with um, <laughs> you know I watch Kenny because uh, mm. he has. Um, He's been doing quick, better quick than never streams. Mm. So like on weekends, he's been streaming. I think it's over a year now. It's a year, a year and a half. Nice. He's been playing pretty much community maps. Like So mm. he played the original game and then he played like quake packs. Oh, that other people make. Yeah, but it's nice. been like a year and a half every oh, weekend. wow. Saturday and Sunday. Wow, wow, But it's wow. not something I would necessarily do. Right, right. Right, like it's not like right. it's fun. It's great. He's a, he's a good, great host. Right, but he also like he likes that stuff. So like I watch him play right. those games, and then there's yeah. other games yeah. where other people that I watch them play similar games to me to see how they would go. But mm -hmm. often, and I and I said this numerous times for an, in terms of streaming, the game is the gateway to the to the the stream the streamer. Yes. So you get in by what they're playing. You're interested by what they're playing, right. but you stay for the host. Yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely. at some point the games don't care. You could play like solitaire. I really don't care. If you're if you're streaming and I like <laughs> you, I'm gonna watch you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I, it, and and that's yeah, that that's a good point, you know, that community aspect and things like that. And yeah, I mean, even with the streaming, you know, but that I, I love I love the example that you used about the Operation Wolf, because I know I have done that personally, where you're literally standing next to the cabinet seeing how far they can get because you know you can't get as they're like at a spot that you've never been to and you're like oh snap this is kind of crazy you know what i mean so 
I love I love that point. But here, let or me or even the, the probably the one the one to me that sticks out. There used mm. to be a convenience store in the back. They had a Mortal Kombat. Oh man. And I had one of my buddies that I don't know how the hell because at the time it wasn't on consoles, it was only in right, the arcade. Right. And he knew every move on every guy. Oh, I don't know how much money he ever spent. That's crazy. And and I and I could like I could maybe get to the the mirrored match. Right. right. At one point, like that. That's when I the peak. But I could never finish the game. I could like I, it's impossible unless I put like you know my life savings in there. It's funny. Um, it's funny you <laughs> but say he that was people... able to get you know, yeah. the final boss. He knew the trick to get to the lizard. Wow. Oh, and I reptile. didn't even know that existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a friend. We actually, there was there was someone we we actually uh, interviewed. Oh, I want to say, I don't remember the episode, but they actually, like their number one gaming memory is them beating Mortal Kombat in the arcade. And yeah, they it was like one of those people and and there were people gathered around him in the pizzeria it was a pizzeria it was a new york pizzeria and there was like all these people around them oh my goodness okay wait so so we have one last question i know this, this these conversations are amazing they they are so good all right let's just let's just finish this last question and then oh this, this was such a this was such a good discussion so you talked about you talked about different different advancements in technology. You actually you spoke about a lot of them. You know the whole the whole community aspect and stuff like that. And so, how do you feel the evolution of technology has actually impacted your own gaming experience in a positive or a negative way? Uh, well, it's definitely in a positive way. I mean, it's unthinkable. Of, like when I was a kid. You were choosing ba you were choosing games based on the cover art because the game you knew was <laughs> would look like shit. Sorry, I swore. But it would look like crap. And then you would be like, get sure home and be disappointed because it was like a bunch of pixels yeah. on the screen. Yeah. Um, and those and box then, arts for the Atari especially were actually pretty pretty amazing. And yeah, and then you play the game and you're like, oh, <laughs> Like there's some games that I'm I'm like how did this even get out like <laughs> forget about the ET game whatever but there's other games like there's there's games that hold, like I I think I forget I think it was Avante that tweeted this mm. somebody was like something about Pitfall and stuff like that and I'm like you know what thinking back on it my first open world game mm. Mm. was Pitfall two because you can go in any direction you want. Mm. You don't have to follow a certain way of doing things. You can go left, you can go right. There's right. there's a certain path to get to the end of the game, yes. Right. Right. But you don't have to follow the same path all the time. You can do different things. Mm. You can go through the water, you can go on top, you can go, yeah. you know. Yeah. So technically, that was the first open world. Right. <laughs> um, right. But with, with technology, I mean... Like, I mean, if you look at the games now... And back then, like even when you look like 10, 15 years, we always, like the new games that come out, you're like, oh, it looks so realistic. And then you look back on it, and you're like, yeah, that kind of looked like oh, poop. <laughs> Not so realistic but now, in reality. <laughs> but today, if you look at, you know, the Call of Duties of this world or even mm -hmm. the new games that are coming in Unreal Engine 5, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, they look pretty, pretty, like they look, wow. Yeah. You know, especially if you have ray tracing on and you have like yeah. the effects going. The racing games look like it's, real it's fantastic. racing. Yeah. 
So I think it's it's improved. Like it, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely a positive. Mm-hmm. Now to the point of when we were kids and people were saying, oh, you know, the violence in video games and Mortal Kombat, and you can mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, but it's a red blotch on a pixelated blotch. It's not really violence. <laughs> There might be an argument today to say something like Call of Duty is becoming mm. pretty realistic. Mm. Mm. You know, there's an argument to say, yeah, maybe things are because st- some even even some of the the mm. the horror games, mm. um, they're pretty gruesome, yeah. right? And and they scare the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? No, some of them I've I've yeah I've watched and I'm just like oh I can't watch this this is crazy this this is really you know, scary I can't watch well this. exactly so like <laughs> I think I think in general it's a positive mm. I think that in general though I feel that the gaming industry and I've said this numerous times and I think mm. I, I back when I used to do written reviews I I did this mm. comparison mm. I compared the vi- video game industry to the movie industry. But the difference is, the you know what what the movie industry did in a hundred years, the gaming industry did in twenty. Mm, definitely, yeah. Because if you look if you look at how games have progressed, yep, they're at the same point as movies. Yeah, they're remastering, yeah. they're re-releasing, <laughs> they're re they're that's doing funny. a bunch of, and then you're saying, okay, but what new IP is out there? And yeah. if you want something that's new, right, what do you have to do? You have to go on the independent circuit, right. 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 So you right. kind of have something different, like you know uh, the the cat game there. What's it called? Um, Which one? The one that everybody's going nuts over. That's an indie game. Um, mm. Why can't I remember the name? Stray. Yeah, I can't. Oh. Yeah, the, I think it's the Stray. Cat, the cat game, Stray. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it took so me a lot of I mean to together, but yeah, that game and that's a simple game. <laughs> but apparently, ever I haven't played it because I think it's on PlayStation Five. I think, but. Mm. Um, it looks fantastic. It does, and apparently it's super fun. It's it's very short. Another thing too, like some of these games are getting so long. Mm. Like I don't have a hundred hours <laughs> to invest <laughs> in the game. <laughs> like, well, sometimes, I, I, yeah. I mean, that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. It is. It is, and especially us as adults, you know, we we, we don't have the hours to just sit as we used to, which is like, yeah, yeah. Which is which is its which is its own thing. Oh, corporate gamer, yeah. We we can definitely go on, and we probably will once this podcast is over. So I mean, <laughs> I just or come back for part two. Yeah, right. I know, I know, I know. I I'm looking at what we're gonna do with the next with the next round of stuff. And well, I just want to say, corporate gamer, corporate gamer nine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this, and and just. This was such a this was such a great discussion getting to know you and and just you know the person behind that gamer tag and it's funny because we've we've actually never met and we can talk to each other like we've known each other for so long it's it's so cool corporate thank you so much for being a part of this thank you for being a part of this episode I just want to to everyone listening I just want to say thank you for letting us share your space to stay Remember that you are awesome, Jesus loves you, and ganadora.